0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: 17 minutes past 3 o'clock here in the great city of Pittsburgh. And we are delighted to have coming back and joining us Laura Adams. Now, Laura does some work for Finder.com, but she also is a business expert who covers money and cryptocurrency. And she is joining us right now on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. Hi, Laura. Welcome back. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Hey, here's a big question. Over the weekend, people saying Bitcoin, 15% of it disappeared. Where did it go? What, what do you mean it disappeared? I mean, help us to understand some of these things in addition to getting into the conversation about the valuation being laid down, But let's just start with that latest news story. What What happened?
0: Yeah, so Bitcoin, we all know, is very volatile. And uh, what we saw is uh, pretty much uh, a low. We saw uh, its lowest level since July, uh, and so it hit about uh, you know below thirty seven it 's bouncing back. And, you know, it's something that definitely lost half of its value from its all-time high in November. And it has prompted a lot of people to wonder if this recovery is short-lived or are we going to see more downtrends? Um, I think it's really difficult to know. Um, We're certainly going through some cycles here in the market. Um, We know that cryptocurrency works a little differently than regular stocks and bonds because it's traded 24-7. Traded all ac- across the globe. And so that means that it's got a lot more influences and ability to move more quickly than a typical, let's say, you know, stock on the Dow or NASDAQ.
1: So when you say down to 37 what you mean is $37,000, right? I mean, because that's, that's that's reality right. in terms of where it's trading. And that's something that I think gets lost is that people just say, oh, it's trading at 37 And everybody sort of understands, those in the game, that that's $37,000. $1000. I mean that'd be a really expensive stock if we put it in equity terms, right?
0: Absolutely. Yes, we're talking about 37,000 per Bitcoin now that being said if you want to purchase Bitcoin if you're looking at this downturn and saying hey this is a good opportunity to, to buy in you can buy five dollars ten dollars a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin if you like you know simply going to an exchange and uh, purchasing at that at that uh, point mm-hmm. is easy to do you don't have to have a wallet you can actually just keep your Bitcoin right on the crypto exchange so that allows you to kind of have it available so if you want to sell uh, that money is there that coin is there for you so yes it is you know an incredibly volatile asset it's one that you really should only be buying if you have the money to burn. You know, if it's not money that you are living on, you need it for day-to-day expenses. If you've got your retirement funded, you've got an emergency fund, and you've still got more to invest, then an alternative investment like Bitcoin might be appropriate for you. But even then, I would keep it at a relatively small percentage of your overall portfolio, maybe 5 10% at the most.
1: So what is behind cryptocurrency? We say, what's behind the dollar for the United States? It's the economy of the United States. It's the ability of the U.S. government to tax and raise money from those sorts of things. That's behind the U.S. dollar. What's behind Bitcoin? What's behind cryptocurrency? Yeah.
0: Cryptocurrency is a software. It is... You know, really, just a digital currency. You can think of it as a token, a store of value, um, something that you can use to make purchases. While a lot of people right now are are not using it for purchases, they're using it certainly just as a store of value, as uh, kind of speculation. Saying, okay, if I buy Bitcoin today at thirty-seven thousand dollars, maybe in a year, you know, it will be back up at double or triple the price. Um, but for most folks looking at cryptocurrency, they really do need to do their homework. They're all very different. There are actually over 10,000 different cryptocurrencies. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin is the original. It was created in 2008, so it's been around for a while, and uh, it it, it has – really some unique characteristics it has its own blockchain it's you know an incredibly secure type of uh, of currency and we know that there's a lot that is built on top of it so we look at countries like El Salvador that are now using it as a you know, a national currency, and there's a lot of uh, merchants that are coming on board and a lot of technology that's making it easier to use Bitcoin, like the Lightning Network. That's a payment system that allows you to accept and pay Uh, for items in Bitcoin very easily, very quickly. Um, So it's a developing technology for sure. um, But it is something that you want to think of in terms of really just as a software program. It is a database that maintains transactions in perpetuity.
1: Laura Adams joining us here on KDKA. Again, she's a business expert who concentrates on money and cryptocurrency. Laura, when we start talking about investing and you you hear the term being thrown around that this really could be sort of a crypto winter, we could be looking at these numbers They say, oh, well, geez, it can't go down. It's already down half of what it was in November, right? Can't possibly go down anymore. A lot of people keep saying it can go down more. It can go down a lot more. What's sort of the word on the street right now as to where this stands?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people feel like maybe we've hit a bottom here. Nobody knows for sure. Um, I do think that when the price gets low enough, a lot of institutional investors, really big investors are going to come into the market and say, hey, this is a great time to buy crypto. This is a great time to put Bitcoin on our balance sheet when the price is so low. So if they really do get into the game and decide, hey, this is the, the right time to get into the market, they may purchase Bitcoin that could drive the price higher. So there are a lot of very bullish Bitcoin enthusiasts right now that feel like the value could go to 100000 next year, or this year rather, by the the end of this year. But certainly the opposite could be true. We really don't know. So I think when you look at buying an asset like Bitcoin, we want to think about it For the long term, is this something that you want to hold with the idea that I'm buying it at perhaps $37,000 today and thinking that let's say in 10, 20 years, maybe when I need to retire or need to spend the money, that it will be worth a lot more. If you believe that, then this is definitely an asset you want to hold over the long term. If you're trying to just kind of get in and get out of the market and make a quick buck day to day, you really are opening yourself up to a lot of financial risk.
1: Any correlation, and we don't have a whole lot of time here, 20 seconds or so, any correlation between the equity markets and these cyber currencies? Do they follow one or the other? You
0: know, they really don't necessarily. You know, I think we've just seen a lot of folks um, thinking about inflation recently and making some, you know, kind of aggressive moves related to inflation that could be behind some of the volatility that we're seeing. But really, they don't follow each other. Um, So, I, you know, I wouldn't purchase Bitcoin thinking that it is going to follow the markets. It certainly could, but it doesn't necessarily have any correlation uh, with that traditional financial market.
1: All right, Laura, thank you very much for making us smarter today. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. You bet. Laura Adams joining us here. Finder.com is where you will find her. She's a, a concentration on money, cryptocurrency, and business for them, and we're glad to have her on KDKA.